I feel like dog shit. Here we go. <laughs> be quick. Two movies. <laughs> no, we can talk about it both because they both suck. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It's hot. It's our condensed ultra October edition. We're doing the whole month in one night, and we're saying Sean. So we're just gonna power through it. We watched two entire films. Films. We watched uh, Azul Beetle, and we watched uh, fucking. Didn't bother to learn what Beetle was. In I didn't bother to try <laughs> Beetle maybe. And then I watched. We watched The Dark Tower, which was. Oh, God. With every one of its 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, I mean, that was that was painful. That movie I, sucked. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bury the lead a little <laughs> bit and say that um, the Blue Beetle is... I didn't think it was horrible, but by no, it was comparison, just too long. the Dark Tower is, like, unbelievably bad. I don't know like, what they were trying to do with the Dark Tower. I'm gonna be honest. I've only read I've, the I've read the first book and I've read half of the second book. I've read every single one, and I I want to go ahead and start by saying that I'm not going to make this whole show well in the book in the because nobody cares. But I will just say just now as a blanket statement, it, it is it is so far removed from anything in the book, any of the books. It's not even worth comparing. Like it's it's just not this. It's not. It's kind of like iRobot versus the movie. Right? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. 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 Good comparison, actually. Which which by the way, Gogs, I don't know if you knew this or not. That script was originally called like Haywire or something. It wasn't even an iRobot script, right? But they, they just had the rights to make it iRobot, so they were like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, make it iRobot." Fun anyway. fact: iRobot, pretty good book. I've never read it, actually. It's I, really I, good. I find Asimov's stuff kind of stale. I don't know. It, I, know I, I liked it a lot. I read one of the Foundation books. That was enough for me. All right, Alec. anyway. Uh, Alec, you like books. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> there it is. Um, do we want to do what we watched this week since we got two movies to do or just plow through into the movies? It's up to you guys. Um, I only watched one thing. Let me see how many things I watched. And I'll I'll let you. I watched two things that I can remember. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. Let, let's just I'll, do I'll, it. I'll be very brief about mine. I watched Mine's Apollo be 13. Quick too. I watched Apollo 13. I love that movie. I always love that movie. I will always love that movie. I watched a crummy movie from 2017 called The Pyramid that's currently on HBO. It's trash. It's just awful. Yeah, it's like a horror movie, but it's real bad. Don't watch it. It's 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 ass and more ass. ass. Uh, should we call it the acid? Um, and then the last thing I watched was 2023's Renfield and I'm going to say this about that movie it opened strong and I feel like it finished weak like I really liked it in the beginning and then the the back half of that movie kind of fell apart for me despite the fact that I really liked what Nick Cage was doing and I really liked what um uh was it it, oh I can never think was it Nick um Nick Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Like and I like Aqua I liked Aquafina in it, but and I liked uh John Ralphio in it, but it just kinda all fell apart on the back nine for me. I, I want to see it. I, but most people would give me pretty positive feedback on that one. I, I just I haven't around to it. And I loved the hyper violence. Like it is oh, yeah, it is insanely yes. violent and bloody and gory. Like ridiculous. It is over the top gruesome. Um but I'm saying the first half really liked it. Uh, second half, not so much. The guy did direct. His directing uh, history is suspect. He did Lego Batman, which I love, but he did the Tomorrow War, which sucked. 
So, you know, here we are. Lego Batman was good, though. Lego Batman was great. Um, well, he's not bad. It's just like I feel like it lost me on the on the on the back nine. Um, your mileage may vary, but that's everything I did. Alec, have you compiled your list? Yeah, I watched three things. Three things. Um, I watched Beavis and Butthead do the universe with uh. Oh yeah, I watched that with you. Yeah, you watched that over here that while while we were high. I forgot. I forgot we watched that. I loved it. Uh, you had seen that several times, right? That's what you guys are saying. I've That's probably like a comfort seen movie, that right? Movie, for you, like eight times in the past year, dude. Not even that... necessarily a comfort movie, but every time we dude. get high, it ends up going. It's so like, we'll typically we'll watch something, and then after that, we'll watch Beavis and Butthead do the universe, and every time it gets funnier, dude. It's so I want I, I want that experience. I want to do that with you guys. That's it's like so funny. Time. Like it's so stupid. And it's like it's that's why it's so funny because it's literally just the same joke for an hour and a half, but it's so goddamn funny. Like it's yeah, and it's the same joke they told twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. But just Mike Judge is so brilliant with it; it just it doesn't get old. Yeah, it's it's very funny. I I loved it. I forgot that we watched it, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> um, but I've talked about that probably like five times this year already. Um, I watched Hot Tub Time Machine two, mm. which. Is not as good as Hot Tub Time Machine One. Mm. Um, it's fine if you like Rob Corddry and want him to be pretty much your main character. You'll like it. Rob Corddry is okay, and my I opinion. like I like Rob Corddry. I don't know if I like him as a lead. What's the plot? Because he got he got Lugal and he got super rich in the last one. Is this basically? He's so he's having a party in this one, and somebody shoots him in the dick at the party. So they use the hot tub time machine to go to the future uh-huh. to find because they find out that whoever shot him came from the future. He did something to somebody, so they go to the future to find out who shot him and shot his dick off. Oh, um, okay, and it's it's fine. Like it had a few laughs. Uh, Clark Dukes, I do not find all that funny. Uh, he's funny. I, I'll take that back. I don't find him that funny in this. He's funny sometimes. Who's Clark um, Dukes? I don't think I know. He's with the glasses. Yeah. He's in the first one, too. Uh, he was in the last season of The Office. You'd know him. You'll know, you'd know him if you looked him up. Like You'd recognize him. Like, oh, that I'm guy. I'm looking at him right now. Continue. Um, I love Craig Robinson. Uh, he's Adam great. Scott did it. I love Adam Scott. It just... It's got some funny parts, but overall, oh, that the, guy! The, it's just he, kind of a a worn Clark, out premise. Clark Dukes, uh, famously in one of the most mid comedies ever, Sex Drive. He's, oh, he's the guy that's not he's like uh, he's not Jonah, Jonah, Hill. Jonah Hill, and yeah. ironically enough, is in Superbad. He's one of um, he what's well, the I can't remember the name. He's at a very minor part. The the girl that hooks up with um uh, Michael Sarah, she her. It's one of her friends at the party. He's there. So, anyway. but she—he was in the first hot tub time machine. He's the one that almost got, like, because yes. what's his name's mom? He almost got banged. He got almost. Yeah, they find out Marty McFly'd. That Lou is his dad. Yeah, and I don't rem- fucked I with really, his mom. I remember and he almost fades out of existence. About that movie, I remember it ends with. Uh, yeah, that's funny in the first because Lou's like in the middle of having sex with his mom. <laughs> And he knocks Lou out, and then he immediately vanishes from existence. That's pretty. And that's when they figure out that he's the dad, and John Cusack makes 
Lou get back on his sister and finish the <laughs> Clark comes back into existence, which is a pretty funny joke. Um, but it doesn't work in the second one as well. Uh, mm. the third thing I watched is a movie, there's a Netflix original called Wendell in Wild. Hmm. Um, it's an animated movie from the writer and director and, uh, well, I guess just writer and director of, uh, Coraline. Um, oh, I like hmm. that. And it's in the same thing. It's not as good as Coraline, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Wendell and Wild are two lower level demons, like in Satan's realm, voiced by Key and Peel. I remember seeing a trailer for this. It looked all, it looked really good. I thought it was pretty good. It's not as good as Coraline. Coraline, like as far as I'm concerned, is like some of the best, one of the best stop motion things like ever made. Like Coraline yeah. is. Oh yeah, never Coraline saw Coraline. Is, it is. It's awesome. It, the acting is great. The the like clay work is fantastic. Yeah, like, uh, everything in it is. It's it's so Henry good. Henry Selick, the guy that directed uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh, I didn't great. realize he directed Nightmare Before Christmas too. Yeah, everybody thinks Tim Burton did because his name's on it. But no, he, he he Henry Selleck actually directed it. And Henry Selleck worked with Tim Burton. Like anytime you see like stop motion stuff in Tim Burton movies, it was Henry Selleck. He also did the stop motion parts in um Life Aquatic, which were super cool. Like Henry's Henry Selleck rocks. He's one of those he's one of like these guys that's like super creative and awesome, but like no one knows his name. Like he's great. He's a talented guy. I mean, um, I need to watch that movie. I, I saw a trailer. It came out last year. I saw a trailer for it, and I thought it looked really good, and I just never got around to watching it. Like it most Netflix good. things. Like I said, it was, yeah. It was pretty good, but I don't, I wouldn't put it on the same level as Coraline, but I still liked it and enjoyed it. Um, basically, they're two demons who are trying to corrupt this girl whose parents died like a year before, or maybe not a year before, in a car crash. And they have a way to like bring their parents back to life, but if she helps them do blah blah blah, so they can get out from under the devil's thumb. Um, but yeah, check that out. Um, I was just trying to watch like spooky movies for Halloween. Yeah, uh, the reason for the season. Um, the reason for the season is pleasing. That's it. Did you already go, TJ? No, I only watched one thing. It was fucking terrible, and I don't know why I keep watching these fucking movies. Uh, I watched the newest VHS movie, VHS eighty four. I actually, I just watched. I can tell you exactly why I watched it because I watched it right before we were going to record last week, just because I felt like I needed to watch something to talk about. And it's like eighty seven minutes. I think it's so fucking bad. (laughs) And I I hate to say it because it's he's kind of a friend of the show, but Scott Derrickson uh, made one of the makes one of the shorts. I'm not sure which one, but they're all terrible, so it doesn't matter. Um, He's kind of a friend of the show. Like he shouldn't be. He directed uh, uh, Scott Derrickson too, didn't he? No, he directed no. Doctor Strange one. Never mind. That's why, You're right. That's why uh, Sam Raimi that's, directed Doctor Strange too. That's Sam why um, definitely I will not allow him to be a friend of the show. That's why Scott Atkins is in Doctor Strange one because Scott Derrickson directed I think Ninja two. Uh, Scott or er, fucking Sean knows Sean 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 will be yelling at me. Ninja two, the one where he gets he becomes addicted to like crystal meth and just, or, he's I like can't smoking remember. out of a fucking like yeah, light bulb. That movie fucking rocks. And I want to say. Yeah. Scott Derrickson's father directed uh, the the sequel to 2001, which I really like that nobody likes. But anyway, uh, VHS 84 is garbage. Um, it's it's so like it's supposed to be obviously with its it, I, the best thing about the 1984 
uh, movie is the poster. The poster's sick. It looks really cool. It's got like a great like eighties aesthetic. Um, but that that's just the problem, right? Like with the eighties aesthetic, you would assume that the stories would reflect that, and they really don't. And and like the one is like about like virtual reality. The the only one of these shorts that I thought was kind of interesting has no place in a movie that's supposed to be in the eighties, where it's basically this woman is in the middle of a, of a performance piece. And she, she basically turns her performance piece into like a seance or like a, a summoning, I guess you would call it, but she's summoning like a digital demon. And like, I'm like, you got something there. That's like, that's a kernel of an idea. And then it just goes nowhere. Uh, it's real bad. I would not recommend it. It's uh, it's awful. Stop. I stopped making these fucking movies. I don't know why they keep making them. They're already making the next one. Apparently it's in space. So yeah, there you go. That's where all good franchises. Why do you still have VHS go. tapes in space? I dude, I don't. They, they the problem with most of the shorts is that they abscond with the fucking found footageness of it. Like immediately, you're like, why would you and be sh- holding the camera? Oh, that in is space. No one can hear you push the rewind button. <laughs> <laughs> that up? was one of the problems. That pyramid movie I was talking about. Oh, it's, it's a found, found footage. footage movie. God. Already, but it's one of those ones that it forgets that it's found footage because there's shots. Oh, you mean, you mean like all of them? That's my problem like, with they, like they, they, all they of abandon them. it, like, and then they come back to it, and then they abandon it, then they come back to it. Like, if you're gonna do it, right? Not, I don't. Not, that's not, that's not my problem. problem. I mean, that's my problem with ninety percent of found footage movies is that they they want to add fucking music and cuts, and it's just like stick to it. Like, if you're gonna do it, stick to it. Make is it, Blair Witch the best? Obviously, yeah, yeah. I would say. I think. It, I think Chronicles. It is. Chronicles up there. Chronicles, Chronicles really good. Any, any issues with that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's still Chronicles. one of like the most astounding films I've ever seen. Yeah, Chronicles. Cloverfield's, Cloverfield's good. Cloverfield has some moments where it kind of breaks, but it's fine. I I really like Cloverfield. Also, I'd still think out of like pure like proof of concept and execution on that would be Blair Witch, especially if you're our age and you remember like how crazy people oh, got around that. Yeah. I don't think like, I ever, I don't think anything's ever scared me that bad. In well, yeah, but it, like, remember like, how people, people thinking it was legit real. Yeah, people thought it was real. Like really like, and it's, it's a perspective that like people nowadays just can't get like, and then when people found out it wasn't like, people seemed to got like mad about it. It was wild. People were upset. Anyway, let's get into it. We got two movies to talk about. Sean's not here this week. He is, you know what he's doing. He's at the uh, national father sucking convention. <laughs> And uh we're pulling for him. He made he made he won regionals. Oh, speaking of father sucking and competition, uh did you all see la- I the guy can't that wait, the- can't wait to see where this is going. That's a hell of a lead in. Did y'all see that the fucking the guy he's like a real bro? The guy that came in to, to play quarterback for the Bears last week, he's like super bro He's got all these like wolf tattoos on his chest and shit. Anyway, his father is the national like arm wrestling champion. He's literally like fucking what's his name and over the top. Oh, oh Link, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Hawks, Lincoln Hawks or, or Hawks, Lincoln Hawks, whatever. whatever yeah, he's he he's literally like he's like the the intercontinental arm wrestling. Wait, John is his name? Is his dad fucking John? Hilarious. Whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember. But I just thought it was really funny because like that guy. Uh, they asked him like, "Hey, if he, you know, because he was like a third string quarterback on a nothing team. I think he was drafted super late. You know." They're like, did you have any plans if you never played in the NFL? And he's like, he's like, oh, I think I get like really jacked and and work at like the Radio Shack or something. 
And then you come to find out his dad is an arm wrestling champion. It's like it sounds like, what it sounds like something out of like a fucking uh what's that guy's name? Jared Hess movie, like the guy that made the that was, Isn't that what Blake Bortles said on an interview? It was like if you weren't playing football, what you do is I don't know, smoking darts, doing construction. It's like okay. That sounds about right. It's banging hot ass chicks. Um anyway, let's get in. Which movie do we want to do first? Let's do Blue Beetle first. Yeah, do yeah, them in order. Fine. Let's do Blue Beetle first. Blue Beetle is the the next movie in the DCEU that may or may not be in continuity with the James Gunn stuff. I don't know. Or, or the first movie in the DCEU. <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea. It is so fucking confusing. Um, but yeah, Gogs, what happened in Blue Beetle uh, 2020? Uh, came out this year, right? Or, yeah, it's 2023. Yeah, it came out like a couple weeks ago, I think. A month ago. So, uh, Blue Beetle... Uh, a young man graduates from science college and comes back home to not uh, LA. yeah not LA Mega City One Mexico <laughs> edition and uh, you find out that the whole town is being taken over by not the Stark Corporation but a company called Cord. I guess hold on, run it back. Um, somewhere in a desert, somewhere somebody found an orb. And they cracked it open, and they think that that's where it might be. And then you're like, Susan Sarandon's all juicy for it. So you're like, all right, I don't know what this is about. So this kid comes back, and he needs to find something to do with his life. And he goes and hangs out with his family, including George Lopez and his dad and his mom and his sister and his abuela. And they're hanging out, and you find out the dad had a heart attack and lost the shop. And now the evil mega company is going to take their house. So he really needs to find a job with his engineering degree. I think it was engineering. And he ends up cleaning uh, fancy toilets and chaise lounges at a ritzy hotel complex or some such. And then he stands up to uh, Susan Sarandon's Susan Sarandon, who is belittling her niece because Susan Sarandon is in charge of the cord company. And she is trying to make uh, an army of, Eswats, basically. Eswat, uh, holy shit! No, literally, take... no one, no one is going to get that reference. <laughs> that is, that is the deepest, <laughs> deepest of Sega Genesis cuts ever. Uh, impressive. I, I'll give you that. But so she wants to take Google over Eswat, kid. <laughs> yeah, everybody Google Eswat. <laughs> uh, she wants to take over uh, Army. So this is what she's doing now. But the daughter doesn't like this because she wants to use the Cord family name for peaceful things. So through a series of mishaps and what have you, uh, the 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 daughter steals uh, the beetle, the titular blue beetle that they're trying to genocide out the robot people from, and she hides it in a in a burger box and she hands it to this kid who see who she met, uh, and she said she'd give him a job. Uh, his name's Jaime, I believe. I mean, yes. yes, that's correct. That um, correct. So she gives him the box, and then he takes it back to his house, and his house, his family, he's like, I'm not supposed to open the box. And they start fucking with the box, and they find the blue beetle in it, and it's fucking around with it, and then all of a sudden, the beetle, like, turns him into the lawnmower man, like, it assimilates him, it burns all his clothes off, like, his clothes budget must be silly by the end of this film. Uh, <laughs> and, like, he becomes, like, a liquid metal robot bug person, and he, now he's got, like, it's basically, I think I told her, but it's like Iron like, Man it's, Home. It's Iron Man Homecoming because well, it's, it's an Iron Man yeah. suit. 
but, but it's, it's kind of like, like a, it's kind of like Venom too. It's like an Iron Manny Venom kind of. But thing. it's like it's that like, scene where Peter Parker's learning. He's talking to Friday or whoever's in the Spider-Man suit and Homecoming, right. and yeah. she's like, "Do you want to go into kill mode? And like, how do you want to try these things? They run all their protocols, and he fly he cuts a bus in half. And actually, all the action and fighting scenes in this movie, not bad. Like yeah, I really enjoyed good. those. Yeah. Um. So then it becomes like, okay, we got to get the Blue Beetle thing out of this kid. And then how do we do that? And okay, let's go to my secret family mansion. Then we learn about how my dad was the original Blue Beetle. Like, it just keeps going on and on. And then at some point, like, there's a standoff at Jaime's house between the bad company uh, to the day I die and then the fucking <laughs> and the family and the Blue Beetle's, like, trying to do it all with sound waves and, like, non-lethal. He ditches the non-lethal by the end of the film, might I have. But he tries to go non-lethal in the beginning. And then he gets, like, stolen away. And at this point in the movie, I did the thing where I checked to see how much movie was left. And I thought this was the third act. I thought we were rising into the the end of this film. There was a whole hour left. And I was like, oh, no. So then they take him back to their secret uh, science fortress. And they suck him up to all these movies now have milking machines. They start milking <laughs> him for technology so they can turn the half android man into basically the Iron Monger version of this, because this is just Iron Man. Uh, so they make, like, the Red Scarab, or whatever the fuck he's going to be called, the Rojo Scorpion. And then the fucking family takes the owl ship from Watchmen and takes that to the Science Fortress, uh, smashes into that, farts all over the, the guards, stabs them to death with beetle legs, Grandma is reliving her revolutionary days and miniguns a whole bunch of people to death. They eventually save Jaime, uh, sort of. They get him loose, and then they fight all through the fortress. Uh, he ends up fighting the red guy. The red guy, you get the, mo the, the most, the only thing in this movie that carried any emotional weight whatsoever was his, like, brain transference flashback. Where you found he was, like, a child soldier who's been abused his whole life. And he's just been led down this awful path. And you're like, Jesus, this is dark. And I'm sympathetic. And then he marches Susan Sarandon off to die in atomic fire. Then the entire place blows up. And now the Blue Beetle is the hero of whatever the town was called. New New Mexico or whatever the hell. The New, New Mexico. Neo and, New Mexico. <laughs> and uh, he's now dating this rich chick. And every time he turns into a superhero, his clothes burn off. And that's it. Yeah, It's an hour too long. Yeah, it's a little too long. It's it's you know what I I my biggest problem with this movie is how it looks. Uh, not in the action sequences like you said. I thought the action sequences were shot really are legit. It's the weird. It's the weird like when they're like starting the movie. Like anytime they're they're supposed to be a shot that's like normal, like normal neighborhood. Like there's this weird uncanny valley going on with like the backgrounds like i've never i'd send it to alec where we're watching if, it if your big budget action movie is gonna put more money into backgrounds or the action which would you prefer i mean you're right but it still looks really weird <laughs> like it, it like, did like it, it looked, looked like painted it looked like old painted back backgrounds from like the 30s or like dick tracy yeah, it yeah. was very odd, and the color palette in this movie is also very odd. It actually looks not that anybody knows, because they can't see what you guys see, but it looks like this fake gamer cave setup that I have in my Google Meet. It was very dark it's wave, very... synth wave, 
Yeah, but the, like, the, no, nothing. Uh, they didn't. Um, they didn't like expand on that with like the soundtrack or anything like that. There's nothing. There's nothing else that kind of helps that that kind of look that the the rest of the movie is going for. No. It's kind of weird. Um, it's an interesting aesthetic that that you're right. They didn't lean into in any other way. It, it was weird. Um, but honestly, the rest of the pretty good. I thought the family was entertaining. Like I thought that the the main character, while a little generic, and like I get, that was kind of the biggest. That was another problem with the movie. I felt like overall it was kind of derivative, but like it wasn't bad. I I don't know. I enjoyed the main. Watching. The main character was fun. Like George Lopez wasn't bad in it. I enjoyed him. No, in he it. was fun. And like I don't know like, why he had that weird like super jammer in the back of his truck that he had. Right. But here well, we he are. Was like, he was like uh, he was a scientist, but he did like you know like street science. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I felt like I mean the movie overall is pretty enjoyable. I just felt like it it felt like stuff I've it's already so seen in long though. It was just it's... too fucking long. Yeah. I don't know. I like I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like it had some problems. Like it was it was too long and like TJ said, the backgrounds at the beginning were like jarring. Super I don't know. I, I don't know if they fixed it as the movie went on or I just got used to it and didn't I think, notice like, as much. I think as it went on, it, most of the scenes were at night, so it's not as noticeable. But like oh, in the daytime, yeah, it was like, oof. Should have started off like that. Yeah. But anyway, they I, thought the performance, I thought the performances were all pretty good. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I liked all the the action sequences were, were awesome. Actually, like, were very good. If you're gonna if you're gonna rip off a movie, the kind of set as your new whatever your new uh tone setter for your new universe rip off iron man there's a reason yeah. why iron man started right as well MCU. like not that this kid can is robert Downey jr or like this is anywhere near as good as iron man was but if you're gonna rip off a movie may as well swing big um yeah. I, I was just looking up this director's like background i'm like i don't know any of the shit he's done like any of the other stuff that he's uh, directed or done, I, I didn't recognize. Um, but the kid who played the main character is the main kid main character in Cobra Kai. Oh, and uh, he's good in that too. Um, he he directed some movie honestly, called I, Charm City Kings, which must be about Baltimore. Interesting. It's about it's about the the the. 12 o'clock boys or something. <laughs> I don't, I, I think they made a, a weird take with Susan Sarandon. Yeah. <laughs> is the villain. Like she's not menacing or threatening enough. No. Like, I don't care that it's a woman that they picked, but like, she just doesn't have the, I don't know. I don't, I don't find her threatening. Kind of sucks. Even when she's trying, even when she's trying to be like, Huh. Be like menacing and evil. Just like it just doesn't come off as it. Yeah, no, I that's a, I definitely agree with that. Like she was kind of flat, and also like I don't know to me like all the stuff where it's like you know they 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 like oh Ted Korg is it used to be the Blue Beetle and Ted Korg is still around. It was way too much like Ant Man. Like this movie is simultaneously yeah. Ant Man, you... Spider Man, Iron Man. You don't need to dump all that lore into a movie introducing a new character. 
Yeah, no one cares. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, it's like you, very, very derivative of all things MCU. Well, I just feel like, I mean, like, comic book nerds know who Ted Korg is, but like everybody else watching the movie, like, who gives a fuck? Like, introduce God. Ted Korg in the Do next you know who one. Who Ted Korg is? I have no idea. Ted Korg's the Blue Beetle in the comics. Ah. Uh, you know who he's... the Blue Beetle is? He's basically Night Owl in Watchmen. There you go. That's. He has no powers. And he's not like Batman, where he's like a peak human. He's just like a scientist. And he yeah. uses like science as his powers. Yeah, he's not, like mar- he's, he's not like a martial artist or anything. He's not he's a li- man. But he's literally he's literally Night Owl. Like so, okay. when Watchmen was originally conceived, they were used. They were going to use all these Charles Charleston comic book characters, and Blue Beetle was Night Owl because then DC wouldn't let them use those characters. So then they had to make all new characters, and Night Owl is is what they came up with. So there you go. That's that. That's why the ship. That's why the beetle ship looks a lot. I mean, like it looks just like the ship. owl ship. Yeah. yeah, that's why. It's. But anyway, but yeah, like I again, like this movie, like in a weird way, I'm going to give a weird comparison. You know, we went through a lot of bullshit with uh, the DC EU movies, and then like this is kind of like like a comfort movie because it's just like here we're just going to kind of play it safe. Like this is the Force Awakens of DC movies, like. They just kind of played the hits, and they did, played uh, it real I safe. I don't really recall. Did it make any reference to any other DC movies in it? I don't think so. I don't. I, don't I think they said. I think they said something like, "You're a superhero." There's superheroes now. I think they said something like that. No, they did. They had that awful line in the movie where they're in the the Ted Korg's lair. And they're like, oh, it's just like Batman. And then George Lopez goes, Batman's a fascist. And I that was it. roll there my it fucking eyes. It's like, okay. He's not wrong, though. It's so it's correct. It's so, it's so tiresome. Like, that whole thing is just, okay. All right. He has a coterie of supervillains. <laughs> oh, Peacemaker. That was a good show. Uh, I just watched that clip the other day. of <laughs> It's so fucking funny. Uh, they're doing another season. I can't wait. Good job, uh, good job, Kansas City Chiefs getting blown out by the Broncos. Is that r- for real? Seriously? How did I miss that? Twenty-four oh to nine. Oh my god! Well, Nate will be happy. Uh, anyway, anything else you want to say about Blue Beetle? We do have a whole other movie to talk about. Oh, five knuckle shuffles. I give it a seven. Yeah, fair. I liked it. Gogs, yeah. you didn't. You probably would have liked it more if you watched it with us. Probably um, did. I give it. I watched it by myself. That's a four for me. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it overall, though. I would like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. mind seeing another one where they can get right into the Beatleness and not have to do the first half of the movie intro and explaining the lore of the Scarab or the Beetle Does, or whatever. And shit doesn't like that. Blue Beetle have like a partner or something? Typically, Booster Gold. Booster Gold, but that's the other Blue Beetle, not this Blue Beetle. Because this Blue Beetle yeah. does exist in the comics, like the one that they had in the movie. Like that's The old it. white Blue Beetle has Booster Gold, and they're they're not partners, but they're basically partners. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Booster they're, Gold is from the year 3000, and he's like the same thing. He has no oh. powers. He just has like a techno suit that allows him to do things and like travel through time and shit yeah he's also a celebrity it's kind of funny like in the future yeah that i hope that would be that'd be a fun character 95 percent of my uh of my knowledge of either one of those characters comes from the death of superman arc (laughs) from (laughs) like 1995 god you you know those 
that show uh was it legend of tomorrow yeah yeah that they had that they had all like the b-list dc ones on with arrow and everything yeah yeah yeah. uh donald Faison played booster gold in that shit and like i saw a little like i didn't watch it but i saw like a clip of him being booster gold and like doing shit he was really fun that's fun. I like Donald Faison. The things. fucking death of Superman era, the Justice League lineup in that was so bad. It was like oh my God. fire and ice. Blue, fire, like, you had fire and gold. ice. Blue Beetle, Booster <laughs> Gold, Martian uh, Manhunt. Not Martian yeah, Manhunt. Bloodwind. Blood? Oh my Remember God. Bloodwind? Oh, I do. Uh, Maxima Proxima. God, that was um, awful. <laughs> shit, there's one more I'm missing. Those are the worlds. No, like none of the big three are in it. Because when you're thing. like, I think Batman. No, he wasn't even there. Because like he when you're thinking there. of like the death of Superman, like there's no Aquaman, there's no Martian yeah. Manhunter, there's no Batman, there's no Wonder Woman. Like yeah. any of the people who could have actually given him like legit yeah. help. Literally, oh, like guy, the shittiest. No Green I, Lantern. Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner was Guy Gardner, but it was with his shitty yellow ring. It wasn't yeah, the even yellow Lantern. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's like I'm I'm no big Justice League follower, but like what a fucking lineup. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if at that point they didn't even have a Justice League book. I don't think they did. Like because Superman sure they... was in the league at that point, but he's the only one of like the fi- oh the Flash. Flash is nowhere to be found. Yeah, none like... of the big characters were in the in the Justice League. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> none of them. None of them. Not not one. Well, <laughs> Guardian, Guardian through that series on his little motorbike, like chasing Doomsday. God, Guardian. Wasn't there a guy named Gangbuster too? (laughs) That was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) who looked almost exactly like Guardian, just palette swapped from like yellow to brown. I think I think one of the new gods was was in there too, like Apollo, maybe. I don't know. Or no, not not Apollo. Light, light, light ray. That was his name, Light Ray. Oh, that shit was awful. No wonder he died. (laughs) (laughs) I'll help you, fire and ice. But like, you got Doomsday who can cave in Superman's chest with a punch, also punched ice, like full force at the ribs, and she lived. Like, it didn't make any sense. She makes no sense. No. Yeah. Uh, We We got to save ice. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I'm left. Uh, this is a seven for me also, dog. I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's great. It's not high cinema. It's very derivative, but I enjoyed my time watching it. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever revisit it, but it's not the worst thing I've seen. It is uh, derivative, so- but I feel like it's derivative of things that I already like, so I don't mind. Yeah, right. yeah, I I agree with that. I agree. If you're gonna copy something, copy something good. Well, it's also not like egregiously boring, which is the most like thing. It's the worst thing you can do. Uh, I do agree with Gogs. It is a little too long, and I think they could have cut down. Like honestly, like, there's slow get... parts. Like the action scenes are great, but the the parts where they're not doing action is kind of kind of. You could kind of cut down the Susan Sarandon parts. You could cut down the going to Ted Korg's lair doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, because like, they go to his lair like three times, don't they? Yeah, and it's yeah. for nothing. Like it's stupid. Anyway, all right, let's get into the Dark Tower. Oh God, um. Again, I read all these books. Uh, I have mixed feelings on the series as a whole, but the first four books are masterpieces. Um, so the one thing I, I will say 
is that <clears throat> the books are high concept, high fantasy, Western sci-fi. Now, does that describe anything about this movie? Uh, a little bit. I mean, really? it describes it. It describes it. They it's just not, didn't do a good job. They did a good job of executing it. I mean, like, like, it felt very Western and very fantasy. But yeah. most of this movie, most of this fucking movie takes place. It, this is something I can't stand that they do. I, I it's like uh, in fucking He Man, they did the same thing. It's like you have this fantasy world, but it's like we got to put it. We got to put eighty percent of it in the real world. I don't want the real. They even did it you in the fucking Mario movie. You can't see me, but I'm doing the the money thing. Yeah, I know. It's I hate it though, man. It's so boring. They, I mean, they, even the fucking Mario Brothers movie did it. Just, just you know like it's like i don't want the real world like get me out of the fucking real world i'm watching a movie like they don't in in the i uh, never mind I'm, I'm doing it i'm doing it just know that they don't go to fucking regular earth almost ever in the series they never do like that, they they're not never the, well i just want i just finished the movie a couple hours keystone earth keystone yes. earth it's it's well, basically it's like, don't don't earth. they go to keystone they go to keystone earth like right in the beginning of the second book for like half a second and it's through a dream so does that really count uh but here's the thing that's that's just mind-numbing about this why didn't they just make the gunslinger that book is straightforward it's literally like basically a western it only gets weird at the end and you can you could easily make it into a 90 minute movie just make that like in that white right like so i guess it was the intention I'll ask this: Is the intention that this would be the jumping-off point for more Dark Tower movies? Because they really so, kind of made this. So contained. the director, the director says yes. Now here's the but thing: they that's killed really... Randall Flag. Right, they Walter. killed yeah Walter O'Dim. He's and gone. That's the same character, by the I way. I know it's the if same. You didn't character. know, but yeah, um, yeah, it's stupid. Uh, and also, like, if you want to be, if you want to be, like, if, if there's a, there are apologists for this movie that are book fans. So, it's spoiler alerts for the Dark Tower series. Basically, because Stephen King sucks at writing endings, uh, through eight books, the the basically the beginning is the end again is the ending of that story. Like it goes once he gets to the Dark Tower and does a whole bunch, Roland does a bunch of other shit. He basically starts at the very beginning of the Gunslinger, where he's following the Man in Black through the desert again. Except this time, he has uh, the horn of something or other i forget what the fuck it's called gondor? but he no <laughs> he has yeah. that horn where was gondor has that horn in this movie so people have said that this movie actually takes place after the book i read I, that which i, I read think that it's actually a sequel to the i think the, that no. is the dumbest bullshit i think you are just you are trying way too hard for this movie anyway what happened in this movie guys i'm sorry i i started the show by saying i wasn't going to talk about the books I, it, it, the, you got to understand that the Dark Tower series, it, for me, is right up there with Dune, where I just I read it. I spent so much time reading those books and the comics that I like. It's hard for me to like not talk about it. You know what I mean? The, and by the way, again, read the books. They're it's some of Stephen King's best work. Like they're really creative and interesting, and there's just like a lot of ideas. And the way that they tie it, it's like. It's like Sliders meets Stephen King because like Roland, Roland and his group go into different Stephen King stories. That's where you find Randall Flagg. They go to the stand universe 
and they go to they fight at one point they they team up with the priest that was fighting the the vampires in Salem lot like he like ties all his shit into one thing like the the pennywise uh demon is exists he's one of those demons that live on the outside of the yeah right the turtle that they introduce in it exists in the it like it's it's fucking cool like i don't know i i know everybody does like multiverse shit but he'd been writing this shit like the first gunslinger book came out in like 81 and it's kind of wild like i again i the end of the series is a little iffy but man those first like five books are really good so I think I'd it's, be pretty pissed off if I got to the end, and the, the end was just like I was the beginning. I'd be really mad, dude. The end sucks because so like as he was writing the last book, he literally got hit by a car, like in real life, and it like changed his whole perspective on life. And then the book became about that, and it's like oh, like I wish that guy didn't get hit. I wish that guy didn't hit him with a car <laughs> for um, a couple of reasons, but mainly so I, um, better. End. Yeah, yeah. But I, I also am very excited that Mike Flanagan is making a Dark, so- uh, Dark Tower TV show, which Ooh. I think could be great. Mike Flanagan is just he gold uh, all over the place. I didn't talk about it, but I watched... I've only got two episodes left of Fall of the House of Usher, and it's great. Uh, Alec, you were right. so good. Very good. Huge fan. A uh, lot it's of fun. So, it's it's he, so gross, too. It's disgusting. It's easy What's to watch. What's that dude got against cats? I, I, I'm not a fan of the cat stuff, but it, it, you know a, what that is? He used to have a lot of problems with cats. Well, you know what that is? That, in, uh, that ties bath. into, but that the cat thing ties into Edgar Allan Poe too. So that I, I know, think that was, but yeah. still, yeah, I love. He cats. changed enough of it. He could have changed that too. I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, if, uh, uh, if you can't, did you, if watch, you can't tell, did you watch? Uh, sorry, did you watch Midnight no, Mass? Not yet. I'm going to watch all of his shows now because I haven't. I, I haven't watched any of them, and now I like this one so much, I need to go back and watch all of them. Wow. Also, Alec, uh, you'll appreciate this. So when they go back in into the 70s, and they ha- they meet, uh, what's his name, the main character, I can't think of his fucking name now. Um, Usher? N- no, yeah, the, the, the guy Usher. that's Pike, Usher. I can't think of his name. What's his first name? Uh, it's, anyway, doesn't in matter. In the show? Or yeah, or... in the show. Uh, I forget. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, so it's his, a weird name. So his wife, I met her at that horror convention in uh, Frederick. Oh, really? Like, yes. Yeah, uh, her name's Katie Parker. She was super nice. She was literally like, I was walking out to my car and I saw her. I was like, I, you are an absentia, right? She's like, yeah. She was like super cool. She came by my booth, looked at my art. She's very nice. But I like saw her. I was like, I've met that chick. Anyway. Uh... I don't want to talk about the Dark Tower. This movie sucks. Gogs, what happened in the Dark Tower? <laughs> um, all right. So there's like sort of a futuristic looking I don't know, world's worst summer camp, concentration camp for children where they hook them up to a laser beam gun that's sort of like the dark crystal and everyone's skin's falling off. And yeah, they're taking this, pot this, shots this, at the dark uh, this tower. This command center is is known as Blue Heaven in the books. Well, okay. So, was it was was it always Walter O'Dim's goal to take the tower down? It was always Roland's goal to defend it. Because for some reason, I thought Roland was trying no. to destroy the dark tower. Yeah, it's so no. To answer your question, okay. Roland's primary goal was to kill the Man in Black. 
who, when he right. first started going after him, didn't even know that that was Walter. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little more complicated as the books go on. Um, but Walter is motivated by the King in red who or the Crimson King, whose ultimate goal is to take down the tower. But the tower being this like shield for the universe, that's not entirely correct either. That's a very simplified version of how they like the, the, the tower is like the nexus of things, but it's not necessarily like the shield of the like, a, like the Macron crystal. Exactly like that. Also, if we want to get stupid, you know how like those kids, they, they like they're in pain when they shoot their psychic beams. Mm-hmm. Um, well, th- those those kids are known as breakers and they actually refer to like that when they, they shoot their like mind juice. It's actually like euphoric to them. So that's another thing they changed, which I hated. But anyway. well, anywho, they're firing kids psyches off at this tower and it's causing earthquakes in new york and there's this other kid that we meet whose name escapes me jake i think maybe jacob no it's uh shit he's in the books too uh i can't remember he's dead in the books right he got hit by he got pancaked by a car in the books if memory serves eventually yeah but he's also like completely different than how he's portrayed in this he's he's like rich and like well to do and his parents don't really pay any attention to him and he's not artistic he's kind of like a weird autistic kid but he is he is uh like as long a as super psychic. As long as he's some kind of autistic. He's a super yeah. psychic just because Stephen King is obsessed with psychic power. Well, he's got a shine on him. I like so like the Overlook Hotel makes an appearance in this movie. The car from Christine makes an appearance in this movie. Uh did I fall asleep? when the hell did they show the overlook? When did in the happen? in the in the psychiatrist's office, like when there's an earthquake, he grabs a picture that falls oh, I, off and it's a oh, picture tot- of the Overlook Hotel. I totally missed it. I saw the Pennywise thing. Yeah. So, anywho, which again uh, Jake, is stupid because that wouldn't be in Midworld where he finds it, but whatever. Yeah. So Jake's Jake's got you know he's having visions of the man in black and of the dark tower, and it's all he said. If the dark tower falls, it's going to be fire and brimstone and hell and shit. And everybody's like, <laughs> like, like hell everyone, shit. <laughs> everyone thinks that Jake's you know just losing his mind because he's sad about his dead dad. So. His hot mom from Vikings and his kind of mid-looking stepfather decide that Shout out they're to all gonna... the mid-looking dudes with hot mm-hmm. girlfriends. Hell yeah. yeah. We love you. He, he they're like, we're gonna send you to Psychic Town or some such. And they're <laughs> calling over the brain boat to ship the kid away. <laughs> Too much of a normie for Normie Town. Too much of a psychic for Psychic Town. So but he and now he has this like supervision where he's really focusing, and then he sees Roland and Roland's dad. Who was the president in Dude, everything? Come on, uh, come on! You know who? Oh, it's Joe Boo. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, fucking, he's yeah. Serrano from Major he's League. Serrano from come Major on League. Now, give me a break. So, so anywho, <laughs> if you see that guy, you don't think of Major League. I don't even know who you are. Come on now. So Walt, he's been fighting a forever battle with Walter O'Dim because he's a gunslinger and his guns are made of Excalibur for some reason. And now, yeah, uh, Walter's got wind of the fact that there's this super psychic kid on the block and now we want him but walter walter is a wizard he's a dark wizard but they don't like i felt like one of the things that this movie like this movie doesn't really like explain his character at all like or what he is or why he is like 
It's very I mean, odd. like he's just like he's like pure evil, an agent of chaos. But like, do, do, give me like, give me some drop lines or something, because like I know who he is because I read the books. But like, didn't you think it was kind of weird that he's just like he's just this guy with like powers and the word of God and all this stuff? And it was just like it, it seemed very like not fleshed out at all. I don't know. He can talk everyone into dying or killing themselves. So yeah, it's the word of God. It's the it's from you read preacher, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, he's got the, the Jesse Custard thing. It, he literally tells you to do something and you do it. Yeah. Um, uh, anywho, uh, so now he's uh, he catches. So, uh, kid doesn't want to go to psychic to the to the psych ward zone because the people that are there have weird fingers and loose skin. He's like, oh, these are part of the bad guys. I can't go. I just had a dream about a creepy house. So he runs away. They chase him. He goes to the creepy house. He gets attacked by a full <laughs> war demon. No, hold on. And the, yeah. He, first, he posts a picture of the house that he drew online. Does oh, anybody yeah. recognize this house? The yeah. third, <laughs> know where this house is. The third response is up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. Classic. Dude, I didn't even see that. All right. I, it's getting an extra point because of that. I missed that. <laughs> oh, I was dying. I was like, <laughs> yep, perfect. And then the next response is like, yeah, that house is over on Maple Lane in Brooklyn. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, you would remember that house. Like, it looks like every other goddamn house. Like, So it goes to the in, house. I hate in video games when it's like like an open world game and you find like a photo and you have to like, oh, it's over here. Like, I hate that shit. Who remembers that crap? Nobody. No That's one. Um, so then he goes to the house. He fights the floorboard demon using his mind and the power of saying stop. Uh, because he found a hidden wall ATM machine that he punched in 1919 in, and then that sucks him through to Midworld, uh, or Midguard, or Mid whatever no, you're it's right. called. You're right, Midworld. That's where Roland lives. And then he hangs out. He finds Roland's camp, and he sucks his bottle. And then Roland's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And then they have a tête-à-tête, and he hands him some pictures. And Roland almost throws him off a cliff, but he's like, "Your name's Roland, right? Your dad's dead, right? All right, cool. Let's go fight this magician." So they're like, I bet. And then they start wandering around and then they fight some night scorpions and Roland catches one in the arm. And then they go to a village and the village has a seer and the seer's like, okay, I'm gonna help straighten your shit out. Oh, by the way, we've got a portal. We're going to portal you across to, uh, the, the machine, the, the, the psychic gun level, but, but cause it's six months travel otherwise. And then they send a bunch of, I don't know, the bad guys from Firefly uh, after everybody in the village, uh, and then they end the, up these the, uh, the bad the guys. Reverse. If, if yeah. you typed in like generic be- villain people, like it, they were first of all, they look stupid, and they also made like a like it was right. like it, 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 it was awful. It felt like I know this is years before they could do it, but it felt like they just fed it into an AI, and this is what came out like. Yeah, so they were like. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna power up our one portal, and we're gonna send you back to New York because there must be a base in New York, and then from New York you can go back to their home base and fuck everything up. But then the bad guys show up, and then they take Jake, and then Roland goes to New York. Oh no, wait, him and Roland both go to New York. Uh, yeah. They find out that uh, Jake's mom got flambéed. Uh, they don't know what to do. Jake gets over it lickety fucking split. Like he gets over it faster than I've ever seen him. Like I've been sadder about fallen pizza. Like I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> here we are. They go to a warehouse where uh where Murphy tuned in his fucking 
RoboCop sights on baby food. They chant the chant of forgetting the face of their dads, and they shoot a bunch of guns at stuff. And now we're Gucci, fam. And then they're going to try and find out what's what. Now, at some point, Jake gets snatched uh, and sent uh, back to Blue MacGuffin, Blue Haven, Blue, Blue Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, Blue and Heaven. he's going to use his brains to go blast the tower. But now Roland's like, I got it. And he attacks the base and he kills... What's the three name banger from uh, Watchmen? Who's Jackie Earl I, I, Haley? I, yeah, Jackie Earl Haley is in this movie. He play. Yeah. He looks like. Uh, he looks kind of like Joey Pants from the Matrix. He in this does. Movie. <laughs> He's got like this, like the like the, the soul patch that goes down yeah. to his Adam's I apple. Know, I know this steak. I know this steak isn't real, <laughs> dude. Based fucking also, Joey also, Pants. Like I said it. I said it a thousand times. He made the correct decision. Like, why the fuck? Why you want to eat? Why the fuck? Why the fuck would I want to wake up in the real world where I get to live in dirt? And <laughs> fuck that. Like, yeah, keep no, the no. Matrix, give me bro. the, give me the, give me the fucking Matrix. Um, hundred so, percent. Give me the Matrix. So, anywho, he shoots his way through. Now, I will say this about this. I, I thought because when I read the book, when they were talking about the finger dancing and like how Roland would load his guns. It was I good. thought that they did that really well in this I movie. I agree. I agree. I thought it's, it was like exactly in my head how it happens. Like it yeah, defies physics. Unfortunately, I felt that like the shootouts as a whole were really bad. Like they didn't. Yeah. They didn't really like the way the way they were shot. I felt was like super flat. But I agree. Like I liked how because like in the books, it's like described as like the the gunslingers are like kind of magical, like mystical right. in the way that they can do things. And I thought like his reloading and stuff was like super rad, but I felt like when you actually had like the gunfighting, it was like, oh, like it was so like just flat. no. It should have been like, like yeah, it should have been equilibrium. It should have been shoot him up. Yeah, it, it was... should have been something cool or again like over the top. Like I think that that's the biggest problem I have with this entire movie. Right? It's so flat and dull. Like everything, nothing is like nothing takes like a swing. Like there's no real look to this movie. Like everything is kind of just there. The action sequences are just kind of boring and flat. Like there's nothing like dynamic about this movie. Like, and it's even, even like, you know, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey is basically like the devil junior. He's just, he's just like, he just talks kind of like Dennis in that one episode where he was like, they're having the, they're at the ski resort. Like, yeah, it's just, he's like a, like a, like a slight handsome megalomaniac. Yeah, it was just like, and and also like the like McConaughey when he's not like being charismatic, it just it just sucks the life out of the room. Like with yeah. him being like monotone and like quiet, that's not what you want from Matthew McConaughey. No, he needed to be like unless um, it's True Detective, but that's different because then he's like suicidal and charismatic. You need him to be like Albert Brooks in Drive. You need him to be like yes, completely, like very evil, but very just full of just personality. Actually, yeah. like Randall Flag in the stand. That's yeah. They should have been yeah. more like that. That guy sucks, though. Yeah, agree. Jamie, Sher- fuck you, Jamie Sheridan. Hmm. What? What did he do? Did he do something bad? Did we do? What? Did he- no, he just. I thought he was the worst part of the stand. Yeah, Randall Flag in the books, though. Did you ever finish the last one that they did? I only watched like, I, two episodes. And it was. I not good. did. It's fucking wacky. It's not yeah. good. Although Alexander Skarsgård as Randall Flagg was very, I thought he was very good. I mean, he's good. Most yeah. of the other cast is uh, weak. Mm. The only thing I liked about it is if if you've read like the full 
whatever his like final edition of it it's like 1500 pages yeah, i have it yeah <laughs> they have a scene at the end where after the nuke goes off in vegas random flag gets like flung to like guatemala or someplace <laughs> where it's like a, tri- a native tribe that's never encountered people before and in the show they actually show that he like oh that's lands, cool he like lands there like somewhere in like central america and there's like a tribe and one of the guys like tries to throw a stake through him and he just literally blows the guy to bits with like with a flick of his finger and then the rest of the tribe just like bows down before him just like in the at the end of the book which is really cool but we're not here to talk about well you can tell how bad you can can tell you can you can tell how much we hate this movie we keep talking away from the movie I honestly well, didn't hate it as much as you guys did, but I don't have, I never read the books. I have no reverence for the yeah, source material cool. aside from reading a bunch of Stephen King books and knowing what you're talking about, like the different universes he goes into. Do they go into the Hearts in Atlantis universe? Yes. Or and the, actually, uh, the, what about the uh, Insomnia? Yes. Yeah. The, well, I no. So. The, and I think in, in Hearts of Atlantis, aren't the villains the unmen in that? that story i think so that's that's the fucking faceless people in this movie that's the same those are the same characters or like the same type of character i never read that book it's good most of the books are good like i really like insomnia a lot but i haven't read it in years i used to never read insomnia uh, the regulators and what's the companion book to that uh, I can't remember. There's one that's there's the regulators desperation. Is it desperation? Desperation, yeah. Desperation's cool. Where it's like ones that one's written as as stupid as this sounds. One's written by Stephen King, and one's written by Richard Bachman. So like the same characters, but they're in totally different situations with different personalities. Really I, I yeah, I do remember that. But I th- I like both of those. A lot. I don't know that any of those characters would be memorable enough to show up in the Dark Tower. At some point, I need to just read the Dark Tower because you should. I've read so much of his stuff. I just get so frustrated by his. Actually, I don't think I've read anything of his that he'd written before or since since I read Cell because the ending of that pissed me off so bad. Cell's not. But did you read? You didn't read the the one about the Kennedy assassination. Nineteen sixty three. Now. That one's super good. That's my favorite Stephen King book. The show's pretty good. Did you watch the show? It's on Hulu. At least it was. They might have taken it off. The show's pretty good. All right, we got to finish this movie. We're almost done. The movie. Yeah, yeah, all right, fine. So anyway, uh, Roland shoots his way through the thing. The kid resists the fucking mind laser. Uh, Roland finally does the impossible and shoots Walter O'Dim in the chest because he shoots a bullet, the alpha bullet. Uh, Walter this, catches a hot one. This fucking uh, fight between Walter and and Roland is so bad too. Like just just uh just fucking Matthew McConaughey doing like the jazz, like the wizard hands. He's just using and, the like, force. It's, it's just so bad. Dumb. <laughs> it looks. But so then bad. they they blow up the mind gun, and now Jake and Roland are family, and he's going to become a gunslinger because the rest of his family is dead or burned up and same. So uh, now they're bros. Defending the tower, and that's the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. Um, what it's a not, weird, what a weird ass adaptation of a, like a it's and, super. Well, it's also like it's, weird. It's just weird because you know the 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 whole series is called the Dark Tower, right? So to like 
name this movie the dark tower is so odd i mean the seventh book is called the dark tower i believe but like it's weird it's just a weird place it's like i can't even it's almost like if you if you were like we're gonna make a dune movie but we're gonna do it after chapter house dune and just like talk about the whole six thousand years that this story happened like what like you're gonna be lost like it was just from the jump it was just kind of a weird way to start like a movie like that you 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 had too much to cram in so then the actual plot that they went with is like too little if that makes any sense it doesn't make sense to me why because like obviously they're trying to start a universe sure yeah like because everybody wants to start a universe right now because that's how you make money in hollywood you mm-hmm. start yeah. a universe that people get invested in and want to keep looking i mean marvel's made 35 fucking movies now off of it and they're like the richest company on earth um but why would you kill Randall Flagg at the end of this one, or what's it, Walter, whatever? Yeah, at the it's, end of again, at the end character. of this one, like it doesn't like because from what I understand, he's in all the books. Like the the whole series of books is about their back and forth, right? Roland and the Man in Black. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, more or less. I mean, or at least for the most part. Like, why would you like you made this movie? Like, it's almost like they made this movie knowing it was going to be bad. And that they weren't going to have a chance for a universe. Like, why would you kill him right at the end of the movie? Or at the end of the first movie? Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't understand that, like, one bit. Also, it's not, it's not earned, right? Like, you know, in the, in the books, Roland is going after him literally for, like, his entire life. And in this, it's like, he gets killed in 80 minutes. It's like, what? Well, in this, like, Roland also, like, had, like, given up on killing him. I just right. lucked out that this kid showed up that he wanted. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably what leads to the whole it's a sequel, not a retelling, right? Because maybe Roland at this point is like he's done with it. Like it's Yeah, but Roland Roland so Roland having the horn, basically he's how do I put this? So he doesn't in the in the part in the way the book describes it, him having the horn, he's not when he goes back to the desert to to follow the man in black he doesn't it's uh, old boy rules he may or may not remember everything that happened that came before so Mm. that doesn't that still doesn't play that's why i don't i don't think that theory is correct i think they just took a bunch of shit from the books like at one point you saw matthew mcconaughey looking into his fucking saron orb (laughs) that Mm -hmm. that's from the books that's a seer stone like he had that in the books too but like why did he have it here? I don't know. Like, that's not what they did in the book. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not, it's, it's just a, it's a mess. And it's also, just like, like I, it's like I said, open it. When I started talking about this, you, you have a series that's so rich in like so many different genres, right? Like again, it's, it's Western, it's high fantasy, it's science fiction, it's horror. It's, it's got all these interesting elements and you really just squeezed everything out of it. Like there's nothing left. Like there's nothing. I feel like it's just so, again, just so flat and boring and just, there's nothing that like sticks out and go, man, that's, that's really different. That's really interesting. Like I, you know what I mean? I didn't expect that. Like, it's just, there's no like character here. Like I, as someone like that, that never read the books, I'd watch this and be like, well, why did they make eight books on this? There's nothing to it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, it's very odd. It's a very odd film. Like I, 
I was watching this just dumbfounded and confused as to why they did what they did. And I mean, like, I remember when they first announced this, people were upset that Idris Alba was rolling. I'm like, I don't give a shit if, if he's right. He's great. Like, I don't care that he's black. Like who gives a shit? Like, is the movie going to be good? And the answer is no. And it's just like, well, you know, in the original, like Clint Eastwood was definitely the clear inspiration. It's like, okay, what are you going to cast Clint Eastwood? He's 87 years old. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? No, it wasn't, this isn't, this isn't Idris Elba's fault. This is like the writing's fault. This is like, you had a, you had this big, weird, wild universe that they barely explore. They barely flesh out like, and it's super weird. Like, and it's weird. Pretty much. Like I said, the beginning, the about the halfway point of the gunslinger, it's basically a straight Western. There's little hints that they're in a weirder world than you understand, but then they have mm-hmm. a shootout and then shit gets fucking crazy. And you're like, Oh fuck. Like, and I think personally that makes an interesting movie that alone would be cool. Like, I always like the part in a movie where like the floor falls out and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like fucking Gogs brought up me and him and analog. We're talking about fucking Titan the other day. That movie's fucking insane. You fucking starts out and you're at this like car club strip strip show. Then this girl kills somebody. Then she gets fucked by a car. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I love what it. is insane. Happening? What the hell is happening? Like, give me some weird shit. Give me like the books are filled with weird shit. Give me something, man. I need something. Give me that tasty, tasty, weird. Love it. But no. <laughs> but no. And Matthew McConaughey, who is just great all the time, is so bad in this. Like, he's just awful yeah. in this movie. Also, they do the thing that I can't stand. Not only can I not stand when they have a fantasy world, and they're like, oh, we got to put it on Earth. They made a fucking kid the main character. Don't make kids the main fucking character. Like, that's stupid. Roland is the main character. Make Roland the main character. Jake does not need to be the fucking main character. Also, it's PG-13. So it's it's bloodless and stupid, and there's no, like, real horror element to it. I just, I don't know. I just, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's not for me, dog. Alec yeah. was the, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Was the sense of scale your favorite part in this film? Uh, the rat-faced people were my favorite part. Oh, I nice. forgot about the rat-faced people. When you're in my house, put on a proper face. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and the one, the one chick name? from uh, one, from, from Road Warrior, the bag, and and from uh, Neon Demon. Yeah, yeah. They like, uh, and he was like, "You picked a hot face." And it's funny because when she has dark hair, she looks kind of like Jenny Ortega, which is really weird. I thought she. I thought for half the movie, it was a uh, Carla Cara Delevingne. Oh yeah, kind of looks from, like her uh, too. Yeah, yeah. From, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and al- also from that uh, that movie that I watched that I wanted to kill my that oh, Valerian, Valerian, and the story of a thousand planets or whatever. We should have oh, watched God. that as a double feature with Jupiter ascending. Oh, it's like, it's like those. What's that meme? It's like things that are like like in the same things written in the same font. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I didn't hate this movie as much as you guys. I appreciate the fact that it's only an hour and a half long. Um, it seems so much longer to me. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It was short. And like this type of movie is usually not short. Well, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> it had um, a lot to cover. But like, I don't know. I don't have any backstory to it. 
so I didn't mind some of the stuff they did. Like, yeah, it was bloodless, and there should have obviously Stephen King story should have blood. Um, the violence was not great, but I did like like little things like the up your butt. That and, was great. Uh, yeah. When they're sitting at the campfire, like eating beans or whatever, and uh, Roland's like, "Tell me on your planet, are there guns?" <laughs> like, "Oh, you're really gonna like Earth?" I was like, yeah, "No shit." He's <laughs> yeah. gonna cream his jeans as soon as he walks into this gun store. Um, those demons that they fought, or whatever they were, the ones that took the form of their like loved ones. Yeah, that's like what I would think a demon would look like if you just put typed into like an AI it'd be like <laughs> dairy shape shifting demon. Yeah. And that's it would just what it would spit out. Yeah. Like they look so bad and so Every, like, all the all the designs in this movie were just really bad. Like I just like yeah, I don't know. No, it, it, felt was like, not... it felt like a TV movie at times. Like it felt like really low budget and and like I it, low I, I think I know it was like I think it was like sixty or seventy mil, so it's like still it is kind of low budget for for movies nowadays. But for something like, like this, for a Stephen King movie, yeah, that's like, and it's surprising, but also not surprising based on what I saw on screen. Yeah, it's yeah. surprising that that's the limit of what they would have given for it, based on like the lore and it being a Stephen King property. But how it looked, that's not shocking at all. What sucks is that this is one of those movies, well, specifically, like, a bunch of people have wanted to make, uh, a bunch of people wanted to make The Gunslinger for a long time, and it's one of those movies that got kicked around to 8,000 people, and then, I don't know if this Dark Tower script is one of those same things, but I know that The Gunslinger, like, a, like um, Frank Darabont wanted to make it for a long time, like, famously, um, in the beginning of The Mist, Tom, uh, what's his name? Jesus Christ, I can't remember. Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane. So he's painting Roland in the Dark Tower. That he's working on a painting, and it's a Dark Tower. And but Darabont put that in there because he was hoping after the success of the Mist that they'd let him make the Gunslinger. And he wanted Thomas Jane as Roland, apparently, which I thought would have been good. The but Mist um, was not super successful. Was that's more like a cult? Well, what I'm saying is he was hoping. That would have been successful. No, yeah, all of Frank Darabont's movies are like that. Like he, they're the guy only made good movies, but like, oh, that's not true. He made one of the Exorcist sequels, but generally he makes good movies. Uh, Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't him. That was Paul Schrader. Anyway, sorry. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, he wanted to make he he's like Mike Flanagan, where he made a whole bunch of Stephen King adaptations, and he wanted to make the the uh, Gunslinger. Uh, but never got a chance. So now Mike Flanagan's got the next chance. So we'll see how that goes. I'm glad because I at first I thought it was a like I I think when I originally saw Flanagan post something on I think TikTok I thought it was going to be a movie and now finding out it's a TV show I'm like way more excited about it because I feel like I feel like a movie is or a, a TV show is the way to go if you want to tell like a long form story like you can fit so you have so much more time much more time to fit in like like a ton of shit from the books whereas in a movie you got to cram stuff down um anyway uh anything else guys no dogs you still there yeah sleep oh i thought you fell asleep anything else guys no five knuckle shuffle time one (laughs) one one it's not good no it's boring 
it's, it's very bad. bad. And I want to like these. These are things I. It's like it's a classic. It's a classic. I want to like it. Like I want. Like it's got just like from a concept and cast perspective. I'm. I would be pulling for it. It's just they fucking biffed it. Like it's no good. It's you know. I love Idris Elba. I love Matthew McConaughey. I like the Dark Tower. I think it's cool. I think it's a neat story. It's a neat universe. And they just shit the bed. So this is what you get. This is why you got a a 16 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not a good movie. Yeah, um, sometimes yeah. Rotten you said 17 Tomatoes. earlier. Did it go down a point since? Am I? It's 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 deflating as you speak. Yeah, yeah. I've been adding to it as we've been <laughs> sitting here. Well, they they just heard movie the podcast says, uh, you know, shit, not uh, fresh. Not one hundred percent. Not fresh. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I will give you the actual. Oh, it dropped again. It's fifteen percent right now. <laughs> and falling. Um, live, live tweeting. The Dark Tower's demise on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but yeah, two hundred and seventy-nine reviewers can't be wrong. So um, yeah, it's shit. Don't watch it or do. I don't care anymore. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> do whatever you want. It's your life. It's your fucking yeah, live, life. Live your life, man. Yeah, go shit you your watch ass. Dark Tower, watch the Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's me, Alec. Uh, I'll give it six. Like, wow. I didn't, I like, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was as bad as you guys, but it's definitely. I, I still don't think it's good, but it's right in that like four, five, six range. Like, it's it's, it's not, not bad particularly enough for you memorable to either. It. it didn't it didn't inspire any kind of like hatred or vitriol or anything like that it's just like fine like less than a little less than fine i guess i guess i go to a four not a six there you go yeah but i mean like that's uh, all in the same universe like it's all mid it's just like it is forgettable so i'll give you that like it's very just it is forgettable (laughs) yes um I did. I do like the like what you said called the voice of God stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when he walks by the the girl eating the popsicle, he's just like hate. Yeah, and she just like turns around like she's gonna kill her mother. Um, don't breathe or stop breathing. Yeah, it tells the two demons or whatever to kill themselves. Like it's just yeah, it's like kill each other. And then he's like, and everybody else, I'm everybody down. Everybody else, there's like just watch it, enjoy. Yeah, watch the show. It's like, oh, God. That's a pretty good McConaughey. Thank you. It's all easy right, to do. All right, all right, yeah. Watch the show, baby. I, it kind of sounds more like uh, like uh, Hannibal Lecter and Sansa Lambs. <laughs> Watch the show. Now, now I, I thought sound you like, sound like you master. sound like Paul Lind. <laughs> Watch the show, boys. Watch the show, boys. <laughs> Don't forget to use your nails, <laughs> right, boys. Kill yourself, boys. That's Gogs, the Scoutmaster. The Scoutmaster. <laughs> uh, all right, who's left? You, uh, it's a and you fucking, know it's you. It's a zero. <laughs> I fucking oh, hate this movie. Damn, I hate this movie, and I'm sorry. I have way too much uh, reverence for the source material, and this was torture. Like this is, I mean, I I don't know if I've seen a worse adaptation. Like I again, like I just am so confused by this whole movie. But it's Certainly so not adaptation. It's so no, that movie's awesome. It's also not an adaptation. That's kind of the you watched. Did you ever see that movie? No, I never saw adaptation. Oh, brilliant. So the movie is called Adaptation because it's it's, a it's movie. wholly original. 
No, it's a movie. You got to first of all watch adaptation. It's great. Right. It's a movie about a script that they're writing in the movie. It's great. Nicholas, one of the best Nicholas Cage performances ever. Nicholas Cage plays a fake character in that movie, and he's credited as a screenwriter on the screenplay. And that fake character almost won an Oscar because he was nominated. The fake character was nominated to win an Academy Award. My God, it's a great movie. It's it's All fucking right. great. I love adaptation. Love it to death. Uh, anyway, uh, no, it's just really fucking bad, and I felt like. I just this movie just hurt my soul to watch because it's just like I it just did everything I hate about like be, like movies when they have to like you know make it palatable for a general audience. It's like uh strip out all the fucking weird science fiction occult shit, uh strip out all the western shit, uh put a kid in it because we can't we gotta have like I, I hate you know as much as like I I still enjoy the first Hellboy movie. The thing I hate about it the most is that you have like that main the guy that's like new to the fucking uh, BPD, and it's just like it's from his perspective, and I'm like, why do, don't do that? And then that Hellboy Two is superior because Hellboy is the main character in Hellboy Two. The, the why do that? Why do the fucking like? Oh, we need a middle character to introduce the the audience to the the fucking character. No, stop it. Nobody needs that shit. It sucks. I hate it. It's the worst. Mm. It almost never works. It works in dread. That's maybe it. Dread, it kind of works, but That's I hate a good that movie. I hate that trope. I fucking hate that trope. Where it's like, oh, the audience isn't going to accept Roland as the main character. Why? Why not? He's a cool character. Like, why do I need another character? Why do we need to you, make this PG thirteen? Like, you know why? <laughs> because he's a black cowboy. I don't know. Um. I don't know, man. This movie sucks where it fucks and fucks where it sucks. Bringing that one hmm. back. I hated it. It's garbage. And, uh, you know, at least this shows people how shitty books are. That is one of the positives because we all know how I feel about reading. And this is kind uh, of punishment. This is book. I'm never reading. Right. Books. Exactly. This is kind of punishment for me reading so much. Think about it. I read like nine books and you know a what? whole bunch of comics. And you gave it a zero. Alec read zero of these books, gave it a six. And he six. loved it. Yeah, it's his favorite movie. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's my the show. Of, my best of list for the year. What? What's November's month? Readings for assholes. What's November's month, dogs? Uh, it's Thanksgiving. Yup. Thanksgiving. Oh, Tom Hanks movies. Oh, Tom Hanks. It's Thanksgiving. Movies. Right. I have a. I have a pick. Go ahead. Ah, uh, because I really like to watch this movie again. Um. Mm. Road to Perdition. Oops. That's a banger. Can we watch that? Is that good with yeah. everybody? I haven't watched I mean, it yeah, since movie it came out, good. and and I remember really liking it. That movie, yeah. I remember Jude remember... Law was the shit in. Like, he's fucking menacing. All right, Road Hell to Perdition yeah. next week. Thanksgiving. Nice. That's one of our. Be- that's a great theme. That's a good one. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All right, everybody. That's the show. Road to Perdition next week. Can't mm. wait. Uh, fun fact about Road to Perdition, based on a comic book, and the writer and the artist never met each other until the premiere of the film. Isn't that crazy? There you have it. Yep, they worked. That they worked like through weird, wild stuff. Yeah, they worked via like email and stuff. Like they, like, I guess the writer just sent the artist the script, and then and then he he drew it, 
and the, the book came out and they never met each other until the movie came out, which I thought was kind of interesting. Shout out to internet, I suppose. Also, the comic's not very good, but anyway. <laughs> the, mm. the movie's good. Uh, anyway, well, we'll see. I haven't seen it since it came out. I think it's good. Might suck. Who knows? There's Bye. a kid in it, so we'll see how it goes. Bye, everyone. The kid's not the main character, though. That's important. And it's it, it's it's pertinent to the story. The reason the fucking, like, never mind. You know why the kid being in this movie, in, in Dark Tower, is fucking stupid. Don't act like you don't. Is it pertinent? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, also, the Broncos played Shake It Off as they loft, walked off the field after they beat the... the, the, the oh, that is... <laughs> that is tremendous. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, All right, everybody. Um, I mean, That's that, the they, that was the first time they beat the Chiefs in like eight years. Oh, And they I, play them twice a year. I believe it. Ugh. Uh, Alrighty. Jack All right. those dicks. Hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs>